This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us that the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third-world country. Things like that should not happen in America. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Whoa. Whoa, man. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555, Man, old Tucker, man, he's he's in the crosshairs. He's the one speaking the truth. He's uh, he's got a target on him. How many times times has that dude had to move, man? And uh, yeah, last night, and look, and this is something I I absolutely believe about Tucker. Okay, and when we talk about this on Where and Rima, that dude has all his ducks in a row, man. That dude don't go on the air with nothing if it ain't true. Uh, so he's saying somebody from within the intelligence agency contacted him and said the NSA is monitoring your emails and your communications. If, I'm, if I got this correct. And uh, when Tucker asked for some kind of verification, well, that person started reading some of his own texts or emails back to him, which only, there's no possible way this person could have known what was in these emails any other way. Um, It's not surprising. It's not shocking. Uh, Maybe the boldness of it is to a certain extent. Um, again, Tucker wouldn't go on the air with something he wasn't, uh, that he didn't feel fairly confident was true. I, you know, the more I think about it, though, the only thing that kind of bugs me is whoever made, whoever contacted him obviously knew that he would go on the air with it once he was able to verify it. So at least there's somebody out there on his side to, to some, certainly some, some extent. We, we know that the pukes in power right now are capable of weaponizing any agency of the government they're able to to take down their enemies. They spied on Donald Trump's campaign. Uh, you go back in the day with uh, Obama and uh, uh, the weaponizing of the IRS against certain nonprofits. Uh, they went after James Rosen uh, for Fox, if I remember correctly, uh, in, in concerning... I think they tried to accuse him of conspiring with terrorists or something like that. And, you know, I've never been the top dog, so I, I've never been, like, numero uno. <laughs> and uh, I've never been, you know what I mean? I've never been the center of the universe like Tucker Carlson is, so I, I don't know what the pressure is like there. Uh, but certainly I do know that the, the bigger you get and the more truth you tell in this business, whether it's TV or radio, the people whose truth you're you're talking about uh, may not want want that truth out there. 
You become a target. Tucker Carlson has a big, fat audience, man. Trey and I, I, I think I'd probably say the same of Jack. We tune into Tucker every night as show prep. Because he's also the guy that revealed that there were FBI dudes involved in some of these organizations uh, uh, over January 6th, kind of egging them on to uh, uh, storm the Capitol and all that stuff. He was able to reveal that. I mean, he, he's a big old fat thorn in the side of the bad guys, and they got a target on him. Right, Chris? They want to, baby, they want to find something on Tucker. They want to destroy him. They're villains. They're villains. There's no other way to put it. They're the bad guys. And and what's funny about this story, not funny, maybe tragically funny, is that this is something, first and foremost, that should piss off every single journalist in this country, no matter what the letter is after your name. For years, four years, we had to sit and listen to this crap, this contrived and, and, and pitiful crap. That Donald Trump was destroying a free press merely by being insulting. <laughs> merely by calling them out as fake news. But Donald Trump didn't spy on them. Donald Trump didn't uh, involve himself in any backdoor machinations to take them out or destroy people's lives. He just called them out on their own words and their own, and their own reporting. And for that, he was guilty of destroying a free press. I think it was Wolf Blitzer that laid that crap out there. Certainly Acosta did. And here you have a situation where possibly the NSA, the National Security Agency, it's a spy group. They're spooks, okay? They're investigators. They're, they're intelligence gatherers. That's what the NSA does. You have the NSA now, at least elements of the NSA, as allegedly, uh, tasked with uh, monitoring uh, uh, Tucker Carlson's private communications. For what reason? To find something on him they can use against him. That's attacking uh, a free press. That's third worldy. <laughs> that's uh, uh, Russiany. <laughs> you know that, that's that's uh, that's bad stuff. And you know every journalist, every working journalist in America who still claims to be that should be upset by this. But of course they're not. Most of them are just propagandists anyway. So you're not going to hear a lot about this. What you'll hear is that Tucker Carlson is, you know, is off his rocker. He's a conspiracy nut. He's a Trump guy. He's crazy. You're not going to hear anything serious about this from any other media outlet. And that's embarrassing. Because not only should this, uh, you know, upset every working journalist in this country, it should also upset every single American. Every single American should be pissed off by this, and yet they're not. Because Tucker's a racist. Tucker, Tucker's rhetoric led to January 6th, the insurrection, which gave little AOC PTSD. That's a lot of letters. But what do you think? How do you, how do you feel about these, these apples? 210-599-5555. 210 Beyond that, we got more gay stuff and racism to talk about. <laughs> you know that's that's one thing i got a buddy of mine who's a cash it works in a store locally that i see almost every day and he knows what i do for a living and and uh every day i see him he asks me so did you talk about uh, what was it gay stuff or racism today ah, a little bit of both 
Don Morgan is a football fan, and Don Morgan, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but the NFL has come out as gay. Football is gay. It's gay. Football is gay. It's gay, Don. Football is gay. They put out a little mo- little movie saying that they're they're gay, they're tr- they're transgendered, well, they're, all they're fluid, some- they're they're questioning, they're <laughs> <laughs> football is queer. You know, it's it's uh, it's their own word now. You know, it's it's all that and more because they're welcoming. Yeah. They're welcoming to the people. Sure. They're gay. Football is gay. Aren't you sick of it? Aren't you just get so sick of it? You know, it, it, I just it, get sick of it. It reminds me of of something you you bring up from time to time. It, it, this is everybody jumping up saying, "I have gay friends." <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, well, so that's what? Great, <laughs> that's good you for know, you. Most of us do. Most of us do. You know, but well, you know, and what they my would, they wouldn't they would prefer I wouldn't go around. Hey, this is my gay friend. This is my gay. Fr- well, you that's know? like I always say. My gay friend once told me that he does he wishes it weren't a part of the conversation. Right. They can't stand this stuff. The NFL is gay. <laughs> There's like at least one dude out there going, "What? What did he say? Did he say the NFL's gay?" <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm gayed out and trannied out. <laughs> and, and, and 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 the the thing is, you know, and you know me, I, I supported same sex marriage. You know, I've I've been a supporter of that community to a greater. I don't march. I don't take up any cause. But at least ideologically, you know, I've 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 uh, been in support of the community over the years. Because uh, I've known some folks, because I have gay friends. But, you know, I, 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 this stuff is such a turn. I, and that's, this is the thing, the same thing with the racism thing, in that folks who are not racist and folks who are not phobic or what have you, folks who ordinarily are like, well, hey, live your life, you know, and, and everybody's, I treat everybody the same. This stuff, I think, is turning those people off. It, it's, it's sending everybody in the, in the opposite direction, this woke crap. I think what's going to happen to, to every organization that does this type of thing is that there's going to become a there's going to come a time where people do get woke to the fact that it's all about money. It's all it's about all money, money, man. Everything they do has to do with the bottom line. Yeah, I Coke, can, is, I can, Coke I, wants to keep selling cokes. I can almost promise you. That um, overwhelming majority of the people who work for these corporations, they're like the rest of us. Okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. Okay. But you but got I, a you... handful of people say, hey, you know, if we play up the gay thing, we could make more money. Well, that's what it, they're protecting. The, and, they're protecting their product. And they don't that's wanna... the sad yeah. part of it all. It ain't about the people they're not, talking about. Whatever group all. of people you're talking about, it ain't about them at all. It never is. It never is. It's about no. protecting the franchise, protecting the product against, you know, getting targeted for not being woke enough. And I think most people who are reasonable understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's going to reach a saturation point where people are just like, forget you, man. You go to a website uh, the whole entire month of June, right? Okay, and you've got Pride Month, which is fine. But that's been around you know, forever. I, you know, I, I don't care. But it's you fine. know, every website you know you go to has a little link. Here's my rainbow, right? You know, and it's like <laughs> that's right. You really don't care. You're just trying to make some money, you know. Because if I click on the rainbow, it's going to take me to this other thing that you get money for. So it's, <laughs> it's all about it's money. It's just money. 
do your thing, be who you are. Right. There are just people out there trying to take whatever it is about you that you think is going to bother everybody else, and it really doesn't. And they're just making money. They're just with making it. money, it's man. All there is. They're to either it. they're either making money or trying to protect their money. Is and what it is. They don't want to lose their money, right? But they're sure as hell going to take yours <laughs> without even blinking an eye. Ah. It's ridiculous. I'm waiting for McDonald's to like just actually put rainbows on their hamburger patties. You know what I mean? Like like the food coloring. No, I just gave him an idea. <laughs> All of a sudden, their fries Ooh, hey. looks like a bag of Skittles. Right, right. right. There's Ronald McDonald going, "Oh, that's a good idea. Rainbows on the patties. Look at my buns. Look at my gay buns." Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, that's why these people listen to this show. But, uh, <laughs> Let us be gay. <laughs> Let's be gay. Hey, everybody's gay. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I'm Sean. This show's so gay. But just for a couple of more days... When's July 1st, Chris? Is that tomorrow? Or the day after tomorrow? Day after tomorrow? Then we don't have to be so gay. It's Pride Month, sir, but you got to be gay. Now football's gay, too. You know, that's upsetting a lot of dudes out there, you know. What What? what, what did he... Did he just say football's gay? I'm going to go kick his ass. Anyway, let's... um. <laughs> I'm going to march down that radio station and kick his ass. Little nail polish wearing girly. <laughs> girly man. <laughs> it's not a gender thing, man. It's just I want my nails dark like my soul. Oh, hi, uh, Juan. How you doing? Oh, morning, morning. How long you been there? Uh, a little bit. All right. So what's going on with you? Well, I'm, I'm from San Antonio, but I'm a diehard Raider fan. Rock on. And one of the players came out that he's gay. Oh, Lord. And you know what What gets me is I don't care if you're gay or not. I'm going to cheer for you just the same as all the players. Can you throw so the stake at ball? A player. Can you play? I, I think they just, they just want attention, you know. And, it, you know, it's a team sport. I mean, you're a Raider and that's it. Uh, but I just dislike when they want the attention. And you got well, the NFL, the NFL. Well, you're right. The NFL's putting this stuff out so they don't get targeted by the woke crowd. It's a video they're going to play before each game that tells everybody how gay they are, you know. And uh, it's just kind of, it's kind of stupid. I think kind of insulting and stupid at this point. Exactly. But like I said, I'm not. You know, this guy, he's gay, whatever. That's fine. But I I don't see that. He's he's a player first. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the call, later, man. L- later, my man. Later. Uh, here's Esteban. Esteban, how you doing? All right, man. I've got a simple policy this month. If you're showing a rainbow flag, I'm taking my money elsewhere. It's not that I hate gays. It's the fact that there's just this thing. You treat people with respect no matter what. Gay, straight, whatever. Exactly. And... And you show the rainbow flag. I've just decided what this holy wilderness, I'm going elsewhere. I found a donut chain that then put the rainbow flag. I bought a, a dozen donuts from them this, this month. Right. And Excellent. My income, that's. And as far as NFL, just thank you for reminding me I got books to read on Sunday. <laughs> I don't have to turn, and I don't have to turn on the radio to listen to the game. There you I go. I can do other things like go fishing. That's right. And so far, the fish ain't gay. 
Unless yeah, you're picking so, up a rainbow trout. Yeah, so um, if you want to go woke, <laughs> if you want to go woke, I'll go elsewhere. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, the Oh, damn, I got me a rainbow trout. Throw it back! Uh, I'm just so sick. I'm just gayed out and trannied out. I'm just, I'm just done, man. I'm just done. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. But this is why we're in trouble. See, more people are upset over gay football than Tucker Carlson getting hacked by the NSA. <laughs> I'm not ragging on you. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. 210 Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I'm Sean. How are you? Richard wants. Actually, I'm going to talk, I'm going to, talk to Richard real quick because uh, he's the first caller that wants to talk about the Tucker Carlson story that um, apparently, uh, allegedly, someone contacted uh, Tucker Carlson and said, you know, the NSA is reading your emails. Tucker Carlson asked for this to be verified. The dude started reading his emails back to him that only, you know, nobody else should know about. Uh, it's scary stuff, man. Scary stuff. Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, Sean. Say, uh, it was a few years back, but I remember seeing a news story. The NSA, they moved from your old stomping grounds. I think they were in Maryland before. They were, yeah. And they moved to Utah, and they had a aerial shot of their new location, 800 acres of buildings in good the middle Lord. of the Utah desert. Really? This is the size of a small city. You know? Wow, I, mean, I didn't know about that. More than a section of land covered with with the modern technology that surely they have, which I know nothing about. They can monitor every phone call, every email, yeah. every TV show. Worldwide. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's what they do. Uh, that's what the NSA does. I, I had a, uh, and I told Trey about this, and uh, Richard, thanks for the call, man. I, I had a... Uh, in the uh, my my old neighborhood, growing up, one of our neighbors' dads and one of my mom's best friends was his wife. He, he, dude worked for the NSA. In fact, he uh, he kind of mentored me a little bit because the guy was uh, a big. Uh, he's all about books, and he actually uh, w- inspired me to read Conan Doyle. He's one of those guys that got me into reading about Sherlock Holmes and stuff when I was a kid. But this, Chris, this dude was NSA, and all he did all day long was read popular fiction out of Russia. Well, then it would have been the Soviet Union and the Eastern. He just read novels published around the world. That's all he did all day. And and what he would do is look for code uh, in these in these works. You know, I mean, the the, the NSA, they're, they're a weird bunch of dudes, man. I mean, they're, 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 it's espionage. It's intel gathering. That's what they do. Uh, and so, yeah, in the modern era, uh, certainly they would have the capacity to look at your damn emails, but you know, it, it's a little disturbing because I, I, I don't know, but it would seem to me the NSA to actually spy on Americans would have to get a FISA warrant, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they have to go through the FISA courts like everybody else? Uh, it's certainly not indicting the, 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 the entire agency, but if this is true, man, that's some disturbing crap right there. Seriously disturbing. Um, I got one more thing that's kind of disturbing too. I, I saw the, I saw this video. It's a TikTok video. Uh, 
I don't watch TikTok. I don't follow TikTok videos. I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos. I don't even do that anymore. I'm so stinking bitter and miserable. I don't. Even, I barely even watch TV. But I, it, some, you know, when the TikTok video becomes a news story, then it crosses my radar, and we have a TikTok video that's uh, basically saying why we've been doing it wrong for years. Is that what it says? And it's it's it, and it's all about people who park badly. And by parking, and this is something that I just drives me freaking nuts, man. People who don't park in the middle of the space. And then they're so stinking close to you, you gotta, I gotta crawl my fat ass in through the passenger side to get into my driver's seat. I hate when people do that. That's why I was shaking my head, cause I haven't been doing it wrong. You haven't, and neither have I. Like, I kinda enjoy it when I can park perfectly in a slot and be too close for the person who parked badly to get in. <laughs> I hate what, what what steams me the most. Yeah, when you, when you pull in someplace and you're careful to make sure you got because I like to be I'll I'll pull out three or four times if I have to to make sure I'm in the middle of that damn space and I'm not obstructing somebody else's ability to get into their own stinking vehicle. I'm that guy, all right. And when I come out from wherever the hell I am, and some jackass has parked so close to me, it's worse when I got to crawl in through the passenger side. That because I got a couple of D cups, man. I can't squeeze past no mirrors. <laughs> you know what I mean? The mirror squeeze when you're trying to get into your own damn car. I can't do it, Chris. Well, and I'm one of those people. I like to back in the parking spaces. I don't know if you've noticed. Y- yes, I have noticed. But the only time while I will pull in forwards is if, is if I have to get out on the same side. If I, if I have to block someone to where I wouldn't be able to get out, then I'll park, <sighs> I guess, properly. I just can't believe we now need videos to show us how to park, man. You know, I know maybe I'm elevating the story to a place that it doesn't deserve or belong, but it's really just another sign of this narcissistic society of ours where everybody's just in their own little stinking world, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's in their own stinking little world. I, I don't think people do it on purpose, but you know that, you know, when some, when you get when you come out the stoke, when I come out the H-E-B stoke, and I go to the parking lot, and there's some jackass that parks so close to me I can't get into my own vehicle. They just pulled into the, you know, they're just paying attention to something else or thinking their own stupid thoughts. They just pulled into the space, didn't think about it. I think a lot of people just consider it's like coloring, as long as I'm within the lines. As long as I'm in the lines. I'm in the lines. I'm in the lo- Yeah, but I got a tunnel underneath the parking lot to get into my car. Well, they take the lines as a suggestion. A suggestion. They're not a suggestion. It's reality. Here's Pat. I'm back to using the creepy voice. Hey, Pat. Yes. Yes. Um, I saw something on the Internet the other day about parking, and what it said was to to eliminate the problem, put your wheels on the driver's side on the line. And then that gives the whole big space. You're saying park on one side of the space. Right. Put put your wheels. The, the picture. Put your drive so that you. So you. In other words, you're giving yourself space to get out of your own damn vehicle. Well, no. It, everybody would have to do it. Everybody would have you, to do it. You parked on your wheels on the line. Uh, your driver's side wheels. You would be very close to the car next to you. But if that car had parked their driver's wheels, side wheels on the line. Well, that's the video I'm talking about. I think. 
That's what? Yeah, yeah. And and it looked great. You but know, everybody would have to do it. And no, but not everybody would wouldn't do, do it. it. Yeah. If everybody and, would just park uh, in the know, center of their damn space, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And, and what gets me is, is trucks and vans and things Ugh. that don't park in the middle. And, you know, you can't find a parking space. And the one you've got Ugh. is for a bicycle. I hate know. it. I hate it. All right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> I hate it. Thank you for the call. I hate everything. You can solve this problem very easily. How? Go back to the parking spots that are at an angle. <laughs> I guess so. It was so much easier back then. I mean, you've seen my truck. It's huge. Yeah. I have no business driving a truck that big. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you do. But I do it anyway. <laughs> so when I have to go, when I go to the store, in order to ensure that people will have enough right. room, I park way off. To the back. You do that, but you're, you exercise. You well, know, I, me I having to yeah. march my fat ass across the parking lot is but, well, asking way too much. Or I back in for whatever reason. It's just easy That's what Chris that. does. Yeah. But, you know, when parking spaces were all at an angle, I guess it was, just, and I, it was I, easier. I don't back in at the store because they're at an angle. But then again, at, at the grocery store, when they're at an angle, there's a, they're one way basically, in the aisles. Yeah. And then you have the right. people who are going the wrong way. Right. That's, a, that's a problem. Like, the HEB by my house, parking space is at an angle. It's no problem. I hate everything. <laughs> Just hate it all. Because that's the problem. You have to get everybody to do it. Because if right. everybody drove the way we are supposed won't. to, we wouldn't have car accidents. But everybody won't, and everybody doesn't. But the people who park improperly are the same ones that drive to the front of the line, and then they try to expect you to let them in so they can have, exit. Have you ever Right, they do. Have you ever noticed also that people have, like, parallel parking is really kind of a lost art? I love people parallel can't parking. Do it. Yeah, I think it's fun. I love it. My I dad, my dad taught me the formula. There's a formula. Right. And you follow the formula, your ass always gets in there. You're good to go. Well, my car does it for me. Ugh. No. What I can't stand is when you parallel park and then some jackass parks in front of you too close and some jackass parks in back of you too close and you can't get out. Because everybody has to do it properly. Yeah, because it's just my world, my little world. You know, while we're on the subject of things that make you mad in the parking lot, here's the thing that makes me mad in the parking lot. And it's not the people who can't park straight. What is you know, it? It's when the store is really busy and there's like that one spot that's about to open up close to the door. And oh. you've got that one jackass that sits there with his, wait. His, with his blinker going Just waiting. and waits while somebody unloads all the groceries from the cart <laughs> into their He's truck. He's an old lady, too, so it takes longer. It just waits there, you mean? Yeah, they and just blocks wait. everything and else. In the meantime, waits. You know, you've got a line of traffic out to the street waiting to get in because this one fool decides they're going to wait for the parking space to open. And if he drove I, his lazy ass around the parking lot, he'd probably find a space just as close. You know, and that's the thing. You could have saved yourself, all of us a lot of time if you're just going to little about, further up. It's all about you. That's all about him. And if you them. bump them with your car, they expect you to stop. Oh, yeah, no, that's, so... And that's the part that gets me. When you run over the car to get around them. They want know, your insurance information. You know, like, it's all about me. You know, and then the state farm agent shows up. It's yeah. just a pain in the I hate ass. everything. Yeah. All right, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi. How are you? We're talking about people who park like something I can't say on the radio. People who park too close to one side so you can't get into your stinking, house, your stinking car. They got calls on this. Hey, Mac. 
What's going on, dude? Hey, not much, sir. Uh, I, I've done this. It's a lot of fun, but the, uh, you can do this to rude people instead of blowing your top. You know how it is at HEB, you're unloading your groceries, and you got a, a lady that's got a bunch of kids, and she's got an attitude, and then cars are starting to pile up behind her, and she's going to sit it out you get out of the way. Well, I just slow it down a gear, and I load my stuff real slow, and I put my shopping cart in there, and then all of a sudden I slap my head. Oh, no, I forgot something. I said, I'm sorry. And boy, they blow their top. I forgot and something. I to blow a horn of her. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> just lock it up and walk away. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. I like love they're it. not even there, man. Oh, yeah. I, just, I forgot something. And I beat the hand on the third. Uh, and then she took off and peeled rubber. Uh, and cars are blowing at her. You know, it's funny. At the time, you told me during the commercial break, for whatever reasons, I brought up John Cleese's page on Facebook because I'm a huge Monty Python fan. You know, be even yeah. funnier is that, you know, I got somebody waiting there and you're taking your time. But then when you remember you got something else, lock the yeah. doors and do like a silly walk all the way into the HEB. Just to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I did, I went back in the HEB there, yeah, and then I went around the other way, and then I come back in, and there she was, still circling that parking lot like a shark. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Have man. I pre- Thank you. I appreciate the call, man. <laughs> Do like a silly walk back. Into the- <laughs> oh, I got to take a break. Sorry, Eric. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. In this election, what we saw was uh, my successor, the former president, uh, violate that core tenet that we count the votes and then declare a winner and and fabricate and make up a whole bunch of hooey. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and <laughs> FM 1071. Oh, God. Oh, God. News Talk 550 KTSA. Guy who prides himself on being such a great intellectual, and he's dropping hooey. It's a bunch of hooey. Do you ever notice he sounds more like a white guy than most white guys? I'm just, I put, yeah, I said it. That's just a bunch of hooey. Y'all. I mean, he, he really is obnoxious. The f- pr- former President Obama. Really? Yeah, you, people. When he said that, remember when he said, people, because he couldn't find his notes on his podium? People. He sounded like a substitute teacher. You ever have a sub- substitute teacher in school that says yeah. stuff like, because you get you, a substitute, substitute teacher, you're always acting up and stuff. Right. Gl- you know, we used to super glue pennies to the floor. Yeah. People, I get it a, together now, people. I had a roommate who was a substitute teacher. He used to come home and get blind drunk after. I bet he would. <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Obama reminds me of a substitute. People, stop all that hooey now. Come on now, stop all that hooey. People. People. And and he's so full of crap, too. Just just say Trump. Just say his name, man. My my successor. Come on. The only people who were cheating that election was your side of the aisle, baby. All you Democrats, you liberal pukes tried to cheat your... Well, I guess they did successfully do it in the end, right? They got Joe. I got freaking Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who has all the intellect of a Lego block. They got him into the Oval Office, and uh, you know, so Obama just can't stand. Trey's right. He just can't stand not being the center of attention. You know what I mean? 
And for all we know, he's the stinking president actually right now. People. People. What about you, Howie? Yeesh. Uh, and, then, and I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't follow basketball anymore. You know, I'm not really. I, I was into the Spurs there for a while, but then I, I got kind of burnt out on them. And then Popovich is a lunatic, you know, so that didn't help. So I, I've never seen Scotty. I never saw Scotty Pippen play, Chris. In fact, when this story first came up, I didn't know if it was actually basketball or football or what the hell it was. So well, he was a big time. He was a big, big basketball player, right? Big, important basketball player, right? Scotty Pippen. Well, you've heard of Michael Jordan. Yeah. I remember him, yeah, because of that cartoon movie. Teammate. Oh, they were teammates. Is he lying to me? Is this like a blinker fluid moment? Um. <laughs> I did, what did what did he say? Uh, he said yeah. uh, Scotty Pippen and uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan were teammates. Yeah, they they were. Oh, they were. Okay, they he wasn't messing with me. Played on the Chicago Bulls. I don't know. Right. But I so he's a Hall of Famer though, right? The Scotty Pippen guy. Great basketball player. And uh, he said his former coach, Phil Jackson, he said this on the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, he said that, who's, let's see, who's a white guy, he's made a racial move by having him pass to a white dude. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that is that what we're saying? Right. So let's see. So Pippen, and this is from the New York Post. Pippen infamously refused to return to the game with 1.8 seconds left after learning he would not get to take the shot. Croatian forward Tony Kukoc ended up hitting the game winner for the Bulls. Am I I getting this right? So he says that was because of racism. They gave it to the white guy. Had him pass it to the white guy. I don't know. I, you know, again, I'm so sick of racism and everything being racial, and it's either gay or racist. Have you ever known it? We're, we're in this moment right now where it's either gay or it's racial. Hey, got Miss Nevada. It's both gay and racial. There's a story for all seasons. You know, and I just, it, 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 it I, I, it's like I said the first hour. I think, I think most people are not racist in America. I think most people in America are not racist. Just like I think most people in America are not phobic or homophobic or what have you. But, man, it's just constant. It's freaking constant. Everything is racist. Isn't that Buttigieg? You know, your your secretary of transportation who oddly doesn't know anything about either being a secretary or transportation. <laughs> Saying that, you know, the nation's highways are racist, you know, because they don't go to the black neighborhood. They're either, the nation's highways need to be, certain highways, says the transportation secretary, need to be torn up and rebuilt because they either go around uh, black neighborhoods or they go right through black neighborhoods. That's right. Highways are racist as well. And I'll tell you something, man. It's all, uh, it's all, it's all, the reason I say that, you know, it, the, the, the racism and everywhere. Here's what's going on. Do you want to know why the racism thing is so big right now? It's, it's always been, Obama kicked this stuff off, certainly. But do you know why it's in hyperdrive right now? I'll tell you why. Because Donald Trump did well with the African American community. 
And a lot of folks started waking up to the idea that, hey, these Democrats haven't done a damn thing for us. Donald Trump did more for blacks in America in four years than everybody else, than the Democratic Party has done in 40. And it scared the crap out of them. Scared the crap out of them that if you uh, go about things in a proper way, and you actually do create opportunity in, in, in certain regions of the country. And you actually do start seeing the unemployment numbers go down. And you start seeing the job numbers go up for the African-American community. That you start losing their support. Which you blindly expected for decades. So now it's all about race, baby. Look at us, man. We're even rooting out racism in basketball and in the asphalt of the highway you're driving on. You gotta keep voting for us. We're fighting racism, man. Black Lives Matter. Look at us. We're defunding these evil racist cops across the na- the nation. This stuff was here. This 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 this, this contrived sort of racism that is in everything and everywhere. And white people suck, and we're just inherently guilty. Okay, it was there under Obama, but it's in hyperdrive right now because of Trump. And now they realize that it is possible, you know, for black people to vote for a conservative. Ooh. I'm sure that's racist, what I just said. These are also the people who, you know, argue that black people are too lazy and stupid to come up with a photo ID. And so requiring a photo ID to vote must mean you're racist and you're trying to cancel out the black vote. Why would conservatives want to cancel out the black vote when vote when a lot of black people voted for conservatives last time out? <laughs> it's the most ridiculous claim. It doesn't make any sense at all. Race, 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 race. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Sean. Always better when I when I hear you. But I, I just, God bless I, I you. Call you. Thank you, sir. But you mentioned the NBA. I'm with you on the NBA. And then, you, and then of course, Popovich name popped up. And you called him... Um, uh, a lunatic. A lunatic. Did you you actually call Pop- Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs a lunatic? I did. I, I called Greg Popovich of the I, San Antonio Spurs I, I a lunatic. Sir. I just wanted to remind you about something hmm. in particular. Um before you ever call him a lunatic again, I think you need to consider the word raving. <laughs> so we got raving lunatic. So I, I, I undershot, is it what you're saying? <laughs> raving lunatic. All right. Thanks, Rod. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Rave, he's a raving. Sorry, I screwed up there. He's a raving lunatic. Thank you. He's a raving, gibbering lunatic. How's that? Uh, that's even better. Wouldn't it be great to see him and Biden together trying to have a conversation about anything? <laughs> uh, that would be, yeah. That, that, that's level, yeah. Same page. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, Ron. It's just, you know, look, everything's political these days. When you talk about racism or gayness or any of it, transgenderness or whatever, it's all political. It's all either economic or political or both. If it's corporate America, it's it, like Don pointed out, it's all about the money, right? If Coke is trying to be woke, or the NFL is trying to be woke, okay? It's because they're trying to, you know, maintain the product there or maintain the profit margin. They're either trying to protect their money or make more money by being woke. All right? Uh, everything else is political, man. It's all political. 
and uh, sports has gotten famously very political. And and I, I'm one of those people that was a big old Spurs fan for a number of years, especially when the greats were still playing for him. You know, and then Popovich just started running his mouth about politics. And yes, he has free speech. I'm not saying he shouldn't run his mouth about politics, but baby, it became a big old turnoff for me. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and support this guy's team when I know if he knew that I voted for Trump, he would say I'm a racist and he hates my guts. So there, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What else do we have here? Um, gay NFL. I hit that. I hit the the Scotty Pippen racism thing. Bad parking. I hit that. Oh, the Sunrise Movement. Let's talk about that nonsense that happened yesterday. When we get back, uh, did you know that uh, a whole bunch of folks, including. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez surrounded the White House yesterday and were blocking entrances and exits, not letting anybody in or out. Sounds like kind of a, like an insurrection, right? We'll talk about that when we get back. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. You're not. Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. It's a good old Chevy Chase line back when it used to be funny. Um, well, just very briefly, um, you know, you can't, the, the pukes can't shut up about the January 6th insurrection. January it was an insurrection. It was a threat to our democracy. Right? They want investigations. Blah, blah, stinking blah. Although Tucker Carlson, uh, another, uh, uh, Great night on the air for him when he uh, uh, put out there that uh, he had evidence that FBI dudes were egging on the folks to storm the Capitol Hill inside some of these groups. You don't hear much about that. And uh, something else uh, happened yesterday uh, with something called the Sunrise Movement. The Sunrise Movement is all about climate change. And with the new infrastructure bills, or bill or bills, I guess there's still two of them, you know, they want it focused on climate change stuff because that's the number one threat to our, to America and American democracy is climate change. Uh, new Green Deal stuff. So along with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who is a moron, they surrounded the White House and, and blocked all the entrances and wouldn't let anybody in or out. Doesn't that kind of sound like an insurrection by their own, excuse me, by their own definition? Kind of is. Uh, 210-599-5555. Also, just on a happier note, uh, Don Morgan's been reporting that uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit has received, I think, what is it, over a billion hits on, is it Spotify? That's still a good old song, man. I love the grunge, man. Over a billion streams on Spotify and over a billion views on YouTube. Wow. And that's the original video, right? Right. Well, that's still a great tune, man. Still holds. Jack FM plays it every now and again. And it, uh, I crank it up and it comes on my Roland CD player. I was surprised, and I, I was posting about this because I, you know, since I I got me a CD player in my car, mm-hmm. 
So I've been buying CDs. <laughs> what's, your, what's your latest edition? Well, I've just I've been really into Liz. First off, thank you for the Blue Album by Joni Mitchell. I've been listening to that several times. That's a great record. Beautiful recording. Uh, but I've been really rediscovering my love of Liz Fair. Uh, I'm just a huge, always been a huge Liz Fair fan. Yeah. Uh, Exile in Guyville is kind of a, is still considered one of the greatest rock and roll records ever by Rolling Stone, I believe. Yep. Uh, and then I got Whip Smart. About the white chocolate space egg. White chocolate space egg isn't bad. It's not one of my favorites. That's yeah. kind of when she started. Was that her third one was that her third one? She or? well, she's actually. I didn't realize just she put out eleven records altogether. Yeah. But she put out white chocolate space egg in the late nineties because that's I was playing it new on the air. Polyester Bride, I think, was the song. There's a couple of others. Yep. But Liz Faircut, because she, for those of you who don't know, she was really kind of a you know she was kind of grungy in her in her own way and she would cuss in her songs and she'd right. write very realistic stuff about being a young woman in, in the in america in the yeah. late 80s early 90s and a lot of and i have to agree it was very grungy but she had the face of an angel she had the face of an angel she's very cute she's pretty yeah. but she had the mouth of just a gutter mouth yeah. but she writes really great songs and yeah. she's always had kind of her own sound and i i always kind of felt that she in her own weird way kind of helped invent grunge or bring it along because her, her stuff there was a lot of similarities between her early stuff mm-hmm. and what people were doing in the grunge movement uh so i've always been a fan now around the late 90s she kind of and into the double o's she kind of you can tell they tried to remarket her a little more glamorous right. you know try to get her in there with cheryl crow yeah and, it, and the likes it just know. didn't work <laughs> It's just not her, you know. It just really didn't work. So a lot of those records in that time I really wasn't a huge fan of. White Chocolate Space Egg is not a bad record, but I don't like every song on there like Exile, Guyville, and uh, and, and, and Whip Smart. But I didn't realize, because I was posting about her last night, because I've been listening to so, many, so much Liz Fair in my car, that she's got a new record out now mm-hmm. that just came out called Soberish. <laughs> Where they say it's kind of like, you know, the old, not the old Liz Fair necessarily, but it's the best record she's put out since, like, Whip Smart. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, because now she's our age. She's 54, mm-hmm. been divorced and married a couple times, gone through some addiction stuff. And they say it's really a good record because it's Liz Fair now as a 54-year-old woman with grown kids. And she's, you know, been around for a while. And, and I just love the title, Soberish. Because that's kind of me. And so I can't wait to like hear it. So that's my latest thing is uh, is the new Liz Fair record uh, that just came out this year. It was supposed to come out last year, but then all the pandemic crap put it off. So rock on Liz Fair for still doing it, man. She's she's, uh, she's right. She's wonderful. She is. I really love her music. So 2105, I'll tell you about the record when it gets here. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, Rick's been on hold, wants to talk about bad parking. We were talking about that earlier. Rick, how you doing, man? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Not much, man. Not much. What are you thinking? Ah, uh, well, you know, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, Buddha Judge, or they say Edge Edge. <laughs> Buddha Judge, 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 Judge. Like take Edge 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 Edge. Yeah, they, they, he should take some of that uh, COVID, you know, funding and maybe revamp. Lots. Revamp what? Revamp the parking lots instead of <laughs> destroying highways. They want to rip you know, up highways and rebuild them because they're racist. I know. He said that with a straight well, face, you know man. My 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 parking lot 
at Walmart is racist, so they need to redo it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, excellent, man. Thanks for the call. You know, and the funny thing is, is I, I walked. You know, I, I drove up to uh, Walmart the other day, and I parked over by the road. Right. And there was this guy that was sitting there with his blinker on, waiting for a parking spot. I went in. I just had one thing to go grab. Came back out, and he was still sitting there. <laughs> As I walked over to my car, wow, and went home. You know, people are crazy, man. Because they they don't they don't want to walk. Well, people will. They'll sit there and hold up everybody up while that person in that second slot is putting their groceries away, and you just got to sit there and sit there and sit there, and it's annoying. I appreciate the call, Rick. I want to walk because they don't want to walk. And look, I don't like to walk my fat ass across the parking lot either. But I'm not going to sit there and stop traffic for five minutes at the H-E-B just because some some person is leaving that first slot in one of the uh, one of the lines there, one of the aisles, whatever the hell you call it. People are really digging talking about parking, Chris. Here's uh, here's George. George, how you doing? Hey, not too bad. How you guys doing? Not too bad, man. What's on your brain? Many years ago when I was uh, in the Air Force, I'd get off at, at early in the morning from the shift. I worked the, dark, the night shift. Right. And there would be always a guy parking his Monte Carlo in the motorcycle parking. Oh, come on. Like three feet wide, three, you know, three foot wide, maybe. And uh, this guy did it constantly. He would, and I used to just, oh, he used to just burn me up. But one day he finally did that and it got to me. So I wound up uh, parking my motorcycle. And I got my valve stem remover out, and I, I set that Monte Carlo down on the ground for him. <laughs> That's, That's the way to do you it. You, you rip out those valve stems. Oh, God. No, don't start ripping out people's valve stems. But that's funny anyway. But, I yep. took all four of them. You know what? But. It never happened again. <laughs> I bet not. Thanks, man. <laughs> Rock on. That's terrible, man, but funny. That's proper procedure right there. See, Kurt, see how you are. See how you are. That's funny. 210-599-55. Hey, if you want to keep talking about parking, that's fine. Because what's the other thing we hate? You know what the other thing I hate is? When someone's car is so special, they feel they got to take up two spots so nobody runs into it. Don't you just want to run into it <laughs> when you see that? <laughs> Don't you, when you see somebody p- taking up two spaces to protect their precious vehicle, then they make you just want to let that shopping cart go, man. Oops, it's just slipped out of my hands. Boom, shakalaka. I don't advise that either. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. People are still calling up about crappy parking. <laughs> 2105. Well, it hits close to home, doesn't it? We all got to park next to other people who may suck at it. Uh, 210-599-5555. Also, just a, a quick note here, and then we'll take some more calls on parking. Um, I, you know, I, I say all the time, and I, well, I've been saying lately that when it comes to all this woke crap, I think most Americans are not racist. I think most Americans are not homophobic. I think most Americans are fairly reasonable human beings. And one of the things you'll hear from the woke crowd, including uh, the Biden administration, uh, when it comes to guns, 
is that you'll hear that most Americans, you know, they they may want a gun for uh, sportsmanship, target shooting, hunting. But most Americans also agree, you don't need certain kinds of guns that are like assault weapons. That's what they'll say. Well, it's absolute crap. Scott Rasmussen, who is pretty good at this sort of thing, just did a recent poll. 54% of all Americans believe the purpose of the Second Amendment is to protect us, to allow ourselves to protect ourselves from the government. 54%. There's got to be some Democrats in there as well for a number like that. 54% of all Americans believe the Second Amendment's true uh, purpose is to protect us against the government. So there's the second time I've done that today. There's the third time. God, we got full lines on parking. Here's Danielle. How you doing, Danielle? Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that sometimes people don't suck really park or park really sucky. Sometimes there's something else and you guys gotta be a little bit less quick to judge. For example, Why? We went to a little kind of a foofy restaurant, Mother's Day. A frou-frou and restaurant. Drives a big, it was a foofy restaurant. Foofy restaurant. Parking spaces. Right. Yeah. And the, my husband uses a wheelchair, so he drives a big truck. Um, and he has to stand and support himself, even though he can't use his legs very well. He pulls the wheelchair out of the side of the truck and puts it on the side. Right. So wheelchair parkings are all tight. They're really small. And there's nothing left available. We were worried he'd pull it out and accidentally drop it on somebody else's car. So he goes over, and we park in and take up, like, four spaces nearby, but not, like, too close. We kind of move out into the parking lot where it's not right on top of everybody else. And we get a nasty note when we come out. And I just want to say, you know, just don't be so quick to judge. I'm not sure. But so if he has a wheelchair, don't you use, like, the handicap spots? Yeah, they were all full, and the available was right next to somebody else. He might have hit the chair on the car. Right. Well, I mean, but that's a specific circumstance. I mean, I'm talking about the people that, you know, will pull up next to me, and and I'm still in my damn car. (laughs) Oh, well, that makes a difference. And they're really, really close. All right, I appreciate the call. You know what I mean, Chris? They're really close, and they know exactly what they're doing, or maybe they don't care enough or whatever. I'm not talking about people with special circumstances. I'm talking about jerks. Here's Steve wants to talk about parking. <laughs> Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. First of all, the 46% of Americans who don't understand and support the Second Amendment are naive and they're fools. Yes, I concur. Uh, as, far as, as far as the parking lot thing goes, it's best to park as far away as possible. Uh, you avoid the dings. You avoid the, uh, you know, people messing up your car doors and all. But all the people who are parking as close to the front doors as possible, almost all of them either have gym memberships or <laughs> they've got gym equipment in their bedrooms that they're using as clothes hangers. <laughs> I always try to park away as far away as possible uh, to walk. And I'm an old man. but I'm Yeah, you're not old. Way. How old are you? I'm 63, boss. You got just a couple years on me, but I, I'm I'm really out of shape. I mean, I, I the thing is when I I don't like to march my ass across the parking lot because I get winded, especially in the summertime with the humidity. So I, I park 
far away so that I can get a little winded, so that I can sweat a little bit. Right. I try not to use the, the shopping cart on my way out. I'll grab, you know, try to balance out the weight of the bags and walk them to the truck door. <laughs> there you go. You know? <laughs> I know. I appreciate the call, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm talking about the jerks. I'm talking about the people that pull right up next to you and they don't even care. And I'm saying, when you got a couple of D-cups like me, you cannot squeeze past the mirror. You know who else has actually done this to me, Chris? This is going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to out her on the air. My wife. Sometimes my wife will park so close to my car that I can't. Well, maybe she can't squeeze past. She can't squeeze past the mirror. I'm just saying, my wife said that to me. My own wife, in her own driveway, can't get my boobs past the mirror. That's her way of asserting her dominance. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one of them. She does it very. She she's got several different methods to assert her dominance. That's one of her more subtle approaches. Yeah, the handcuffs are another one. Um, yeah, you like those. <laughs> 210 Hey, uh, Miss Nevada's a dude. We'll talk about that when we get back. <laughs> Talking about D-cups. Miss Nevada's a dude, man. That's coming up. 210 Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, I'm Sean, and uh, we have a press conference going on uh, out of Surfside, Florida. Ron DeSantis was just speaking. Is she, uh, I don't know if we want to... All right, well, she's speaking uh, for the Spanish folks. Are, I, you know, I, I the more we see of the the state of this building prior they chris and i were just looking at some images taken in the basement i believe or in the parking garage that now near the bottom of this of this building right chris and you can see the damage man you can see how crappy it looks so you know god knows man uh and then uh, you you do have a building I believe right next to this particular condo that is the same, almost the same exact structure and owned by the same people. You know, those people are nervous and probably breaking their leases as quickly as possible. It's the horrible thing. How, you know, whoever is to blame, uh, it needs to be held accountable. Uh, we know that we have, uh, uh, an engineering report that came out, I, I think in April of this year. Uh, that said there was some pretty bad damage. They knew back as far as 2018, I believe, that there was damage to this particular building based upon other additional uh, engineering reports. Uh, and nothing was done, and uh, the public were basically told, nope, these buildings are fine. Well, apparently not. Now uh, 11 people is the count uh, at, you know, currently, but uh, 150 people unaccounted for, and we're a week out now. You know, basically five, six days out. You, you know, who knows how that number is going to obviously rise. Sad, sad stuff, man. Sad stuff. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes here if you want to call us up. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Popovich isn't in the news, but I mentioned Popovich earlier in regards to the Scotty Pippen story. So here's Ed. Ed, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? 
Well, uh, I heard you talking about Popovich. I'm a proud Hispanic conservative. Right. I moved from Chicago 26 years ago uh, to San Antonio. I was a Bulls, big Bulls fan. And when I moved here, I got all caught up with the uh, drafting of Ginobili, Parker, Duncan at work, and I made a mortal sin and became a Spurs fan. Mortal sin and became a Spurs fan. Everybody else, I got caught up with Popovich. I thought he was funny every time they asked a question. You mm. know, he was so smart and you're so stupid. And uh, But then after a while, it got old. You know, he kept doing it year after year after right. year. And then I noticed on national when they had the two questions um, that were required, all he ever said was yes and no. Like, he's supposed to be the best basketball coach ever. Right. But he can't answer the question. But when it came to politics, he, you couldn't take the mic away from him. I know. When he, when well, he it, was, you're right. He would, Just because I'm running out of time, he would treat people covering the game like pieces of crap until right. he wanted to talk about politics. Exactly. And I never thought that was cool, honestly. I always thought that was pretty uncool. And that's when I walked away from the NBA. I'll never watch an NBA game, especially with everything that's going on now. Right. I'll never watch an NBA game. And people talk about racism. I was a young Hispanic growing up in Chicago. I saw racism firsthand. Uh, I went to church. I never joined gangs, but I had a gun pointed at my head. Oh, God. I I had doors slammed in my face. And you know what? This is still the greatest nation on earth, in my opinion. Rock and roll. I, I love this country. There's a lot more good people than there are bad people. But the bad people just like want to uh, promote right. all the bad stuff that goes on, and they want to destroy and, and, and talk bad about conservatives. I agree, man. That's, I couldn't say it better myself. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate the call, man. All right. God bless. God bless you. He's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. Uh, two one zero five. <laughs> now I'm getting calls on Papa. Should we? Is is there anything going on with this that we should listen to? Let's take a let's drop into a real quick from the Surfside matter, and all the names have been released to the public through our social media platforms. And today we were also very grateful to learn that our president Joe Biden will be visiting Surfside on Thursday. He's going to spend time with the families who are affected and with our first responders. We've had his support since he called me day one in the morning, and this is so critical that we do have our federal support. So we we are very very grateful for that, and uh, and we know that his support will continue throughout. I also want you to know that I've been in close touch with our state attorney, Catherine Fernandez Rundle, and I am very supportive of the grand jury investigation that she has announced. I have pledged my full cooperation as she moves forward. I have worked closely with grand juries in the past. I'm very familiar with the process, and I will do, and my team will do everything possible to aid them in their efforts uh, to continue that uh, investigation. As I mentioned yesterday, our building audit also continues, and we're taking swift action to immediately identify and address any outstanding issues with the buildings that have not yet completed their 40-year certification process. That's our priority right now. And just last night, our building officer notified one of those properties, a building in Northeast Dade, that four balconies must be immediately closed to residents due to safety conditions. So we are proceeding apace with all of the buildings identified. And I know within a matter of days or short weeks, we will have addressed all of those safety concerns. 
And today I am also making an announcement that I will be meeting with subject area experts from multiple relevant fields, from engineering to legal to construction, to development, to soil, to geology, to look closely at every possible angle on this issue related to building safety. So we, they will advise me on issues related to building construction, chain of custody and requirements for reporting, condominium regulation, and... All right, we're going to have to break there. That's uh, Daniela Levine Cavo, the, uh, the mayor there at Surfside. Uh, talking about various investigations uh, into what happened with this building and to make sure it doesn't happen to any of the other buildings. Uh, we're at the uh, end the show there. we got Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. I'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, tonight is uh, Cupcake Tuesday, so I'll be uh, noshing on a Gigi's Cupcake a little later on on Vidier for your entertainment. It's coming up. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.